it doesn't fall out all at once. So for the last eight months, it's been falling out bit by bit. Yeah. My vagina looks like it has cancer. I'm thinking about getting it a little scarf so it doesn't feel so insecure. It kind of looks like one of those homeless dogs Sarah McLaughlin's been trying to sell forever. Every time I take my clothes off and look down, all I hear is in the arms of the angels. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you. Keep it going for Morgan Anderson, yay! Yay, and then yay! When you get old, you get uh, actually gray pubes, and then, yeah, and then it gets real. <laughs> then it gets real. I have such a shock of gray pubes. It, it's like um, it's like I'm that 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 character that what's her name? Who reads comic books? You do. You're 18. Come on now, the one with the stripe in her hair because she touched something rogue. Yeah, I'm like rogue. <sighs> rogue agent. Just a big shock. Cool. I thought you would read. Are you more of a manga fan? Run, ma. I'm just trying to stereotype because I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm really excited for your next comedian because he's young and we are an all ages place because we're outside and we've always been all ages because, you know, we're just a radio station. Uh, I'm super excited that he's here. Uh, please give it up for new comedian Jeffrey Chen. <laughs> Yay! There's the condoms in there. never had sex before, so uh, <laughs> just like for my first time having sex, I'm going to be reading a manual. Do you guys remember that uh, phase you had as a little kid where you wanted to have this one job, like firefighter or a truck driver or president? So I had a brief phase where I wanted to be a white supremacist, which, looking back at it now, is moronic. As you know, clearly, you can both be a white supremacist and a president at the same time. It was the early uh, 2000s, I was seven or eight years old, and back then I lived in Illinois, where our economy was primarily based upon cows, corn, and undiagnosed clinical depression. And I had a soccer game at a, a pretty rural area, so my parents dropped me off and I asked, Mom, Dad, can you watch my soccer game? And they laughed and drove off. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need therapy when I grow up, but this is fine. So I'm walking to the soccer game, but then I hear some cheering. So I changed directions to follow the sounds, and it's a parade. Dozens of people were marching down the street, people carrying American flags, people cheering, people in long flowing white robes with white pointy hats. I remember thinking, it's August, isn't it a little early for Halloween? And it was quite an odd parade. Some of them are raising their right arm 45 degrees into the air, you know, to block the sun from getting into their eyes. But what really caught my attention were the signs they were holding. And the biggest one was a sign that said, in big scrawling words, white power. And I was like, Yes, I too support renewable energy. <laughs> and one of the marchers goes up to where I am, and he's passing out candy and pamphlets which say to join the Ku Klux Klan, and he's giving it to kids and parents, and he reaches me, and then he completely ignores me. And I'm telling you, I was devastated. I did not see that coming. I'm Asian. The only place I should be rejected from is Harvard and my family's dining room table. <laughs> so I leave the parade, and I was like, they're wearing cool costumes, there are dragons and wizards. I gotta find a way to join. So I play my soccer game, we get crushed 14 to zero. I get home and I hop on my computer, wait 30 minutes for it to boot up because I'm using Windows XP, and then do some searching. And the thing about looking up the Ku Klux Klan is that you only have to type in the same three letters, but I forgot which letter it was. So I go down the entire alphabet, like 
AAA, no, BBB, no, CCC. I felt like a six-year-old who failed kindergarten due, due to a crippling math addiction. Uh, 11 tries later, I get on the KKK website. I wait 20 minutes for it to load because I was using Windows XP. And then, and then the website loads. And I look at it for the first time and I feel shocked. It's absolutely disgusting. The web design was complete shit. <laughs> there were shitty JPEG images all over the place, and you know that when you're trying to drag an image onto like a Word document, it just like explodes? Yeah, that was the entire KKK website. The text was all warped around images of clan members. Basically, they segregated the images of white people from the text, which was black. It was a real clusterfuck. And that's the only time I can swear, right? Okay, thank you. Okay, seriously, what is the deal with hate groups and shitty, sex sh <laughs> shitty graphic design? Like, you never see someone who's openly racist and also good at art. My favorite thing in the world is when some racist dude or neo-Nazi spray paints in swastika, but it's all wrong. Like the lines are all messed up and at the wrong angle, like an octopus had sex with a multiplication sign. I guess they like Hitler so much that they also want to be bad at uh, art, but I'm not here to critique their like crappy web design. I'm just there to set up, sign up. You know, it's 2008. It's not like they had Squarespace or anything. Like uh, this racism was brought to you by Squarespace. Use code white supremacy for 15% off. So I find the requirements to join and I'm thinking, do I have to audition or something to get in? I mean, I can wiggle my ears and I'm seven years old so I can play a useless piece of shit, which I think the KKK is very familiar with playing. But I read the requirements and it's just two sentences. It says, the first one says, we, we are here for the white race, blah, blah, blah. And the next one says in big bold letters, no Jews, no Catholics, no blacks, no Mexicans, and no Asians. And I was offended. I mean, it was racist, but that wasn't really it. It's because I'm an American. In America, we're free to make choices. Now, did I want to join the KKK? No, but did I want the option to join the KKK? You can bet your star-spangled ass that I did. And honestly, not taking people's money who aren't white Protestants is a pretty shit business strategy. Just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I can't contribute to your cause. For instance, I'm pretty good with coming up with taglines, which the KKK really needs a new one. Their current slogan is, we must secure the existence of our people in a future for white children. And that's boring as shit. Here's a better one. The Ku Klux Klan, we, why be wrong when you can be white? I no longer want to be a white supremacist, now I actually want to be a comedian, which my parents might actually be worse, but I log up the computer, it takes uh, 15 minutes to close because I'm using Windows XP, then I hear my dad. He goes up to me and he asks, how was the soccer game? And I tell him, it was okay, KK. Thank you, I'm Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey Chen, yay! What a what a what a beautiful monologue you had! I can't wait till you memorize it. Yay! No, it really is. You're very funny, and that was really good writing. It was a really good piece of writing. Really good political satire. I enjoyed it very much. And you should send it in to Stephen Colbert or something. Does he still do shows? I don't know how that works, but I enjoyed that very much. Yay! I have a. I didn't wear my jacket tonight that says F Trump on it, but. I like to wear that sometimes, too. Your next comedian, he's another young man. I'm so glad he's here. He's pretty new as well. Put your hands together, everybody, for Donald Toggart. Yay! There's condoms and stuff. Yay! Is this right? Okay. My name's Donalds. I'm 18, and uh, I'm working on improving myself. 
Can you hear me now? Okay, thank you. So yeah, my name is Donald Taggart. I'm 18 and I'm working on improving myself. So there's a lot of work to be done. Um, one of the little things I've done is uh, I set up my Instagram to alert me when I've been on the app for at least 15 minutes that day. So now I get a friendly reminder that I'm wasting my life away whenever it's 12:15 a.m. in the morning. And uh, the other problem with staring at my phone screen late at night is that I don't have my eyes on the road. And uh, it's probably wrong for me to make that joke because uh, my parents actually passed away in a car accident when I was six. Um, they were both drunk, and to be honest, it was their fault considering they made me the designated driver. But uh, don't worry, they're not dead. Uh, I got them home safely. Um, but it's interesting, though, that video games are the only ones blamed for having a bad influence on teens. Because I think... Sorry. No worries. Because I think uh, Mario Kart actually affected my ability to drive. Um, one time in real life, I was shooting down an alley as a shortcut, and I saw a cardboard box in the middle of that alley. And I was like, oh, I'll run it over, because I'm like Mario Kart. That's how you get the power-ups. And um, inside that cardboard box, there wasn't any um, mushrooms or there wasn't any turtle shells. But there was a homeless woman living inside. Um, so the police showed up and uh, they seemed mad. So they asked if I killed the woman living in the box. And um, I told them, well, I don't think she's living in there anymore. But they asked if I killed this homeless woman in her home, which... That statement doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but the whole situation seemed kind of suspicious. And they asked uh, why I was driving down an alley that late at night. So I told them the honest truth. And I said I was looking for mushrooms. Um, they seemed concerned. So they said, uh, the hallucinogenic ones? And I was like, no, 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 no. The big red ones with the eyes that make you go faster. And then they arrested me. So on a different note. I wanted to tell my crush that I liked them, but I didn't want to come out of the closet at the time because I didn't want her to find out that I snuck into her room. Thank you. Yeah. I'm actually straight, and my type tends to be four-year-old bitches, but that's not pedophilia because in dog years they're 28. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I hope everyone's doing well, but probably not, considering this is mostly people doing stand-up. A good half of us probably have some serious mental issues. Um, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Um, because if you're doing stand-up, you're probably trying to cope with something. A comedian without mental health issues is kind of like a sex worker who has had a good home life. Um, I have good coping skills for when I'm sad, though. I've noticed when I'm sad, exercise really helps. Whenever I feel distressed, I go jump on a trampoline. I actually found a really good one right under the Golden Gate Bridge. And, um, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, yeah. My therapists, they're great, though. But sometimes I feel like they ask me questions that they should already know the answers to. Mine asked, uh, Donald, how hard is it for you to find uh, someone to have a conversation with? And I told them and reminded them that I have to pay them $60 an hour. And they also asked if I was dealing with any relentless, nagging thoughts. And I said, yeah, my girlfriend. And they didn't really think that was an appropriate thing to say during couples therapy. And apparently, neither did my ex. Um, 
Alright, so all my material has been pretty depressing and edgy so far, so I'm going to lighten it up a bit. Now? Yep. Oh yeah, I heard it, yeah. What is white, black, and red all over? A truck mowing through a BLM protest? This is dark. Thank you. Donald Tugger, yay! Hey, the way you use a microphone is you put it up next to your mouth. Yay! No, it's okay, you're new, you're super new. You'll learn all of these things very soon. One of them is everyone has to hear you to hear your beautiful, wonderful writing. Because I know there were jokes in there, because I could tell that you wrote them, because you were reading it off your phone. So that's how I could tell. I'm not, I'm just making fun of you a little, but it's okay. No, I, <laughs> Joke Workshop is on Monday. It's at six o'clock and um, you get to learn all of these things. And then we're, we give four minutes and you get four minutes of comments by your comedian peers and stuff. And it's funny, you're cracking up. Cause it's, but it's true though, but it's hard to do, they're 18. It's the first time they've ever used a microphone. Not everybody has a microphone tattooed on their arm. You know what, you wanna know the best? You wanna know the best thing? You'll never be able to do it again. But karaoke is the best way to pack practice comedy. You ever wanna learn how to use a microphone? Learn how to sing into it. Problem is we can't do karaoke anymore because we're not allowed to use, bah, you can't, we're not allowed. Even if you bring your own microphone, I'm like, can we sit, can I get in a glass room and sing karaoke so I can feel good about myself? Because this comedy thing isn't doing it. It is, it's doing it just fine. Uh, your last comedian at the open mic before we get it, I hope you all stay for the, for the seven o'clock show, which would be great. There's a donation bucket over here too, because boy, do I need money. <laughs> uh, being a socialist, I'm a socialist living in a capitalist economy. Man, did I love that unemployment stuff. God bless California. Without the unemployment that I finally am going to be getting, this place would have died. So thank you, California. Yay, I've lived here my whole life, and you're helping me. I love the sun and the sky. I will never move to Canada. I promise. <laughs> I'm not going to gentrify that nation. All right, you're a last comedian of the open mic. Put your hands together. It's Brady. Yay. Um, condoms are back there. He's familiar with condoms. <laughs> us all so thirsty right oh yeah oh oh my god that's so hot it's so exciting hi everybody can you hear me now is it clear hi um my name is brady as you know um there seems to be a lot of discussion today about age um you know young or old i happen to be old now it's very exciting um i just turned 50 Yes, I did, you know, and this bitch has survived AIDS and COVID so far, so let's keep this going. Um, and so, you know, like I, you know, I've been around for a long time, and I happened to grow up in the 70s, and some of you may not remember the 70s, but I do vividly, and with a name like Brady, which is pretty special, it sounds kind of rare now, but it's even better then, because that's when we had the show called The Brady Bunch. Yes. <laughs> do you remember that? Anybody remember that show? Okay, and you know how nice kids are on the playground? You know how they are? How sweet they can be? So they follow me around the playground all the time. Hey, Brady, tell me what on the Brady Bunch today, Brady. What happened today? And for months this went on, I'm like eight. I don't know what the fuck's going on. What the f going on? And so I turned around and said, so do you really want to know? And they're like, yeah, tell me. I said, okay. And I told them how Alice liked her meat. 
what was going on with Mike and Greg in the Johnny Bravo Lounge. <laughs> and what really went down in the doghouse with Kitty Carriol, Tiger, and Cindy. I made a lot of friends that year. A lot of friends. Um, and moving to now, like, I keep thinking about, like, we're, be we're being uh, pushed away from each other. Like, we find, like, there's nothing in common. Like, I keep thinking to my to straight guys, they're like, you know, you faggot, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. We have nothing in common. We, we have nothing in common. You're just a kind of fact, like, gentlemen, I know you, but we have all one thing in common. And if, if I'm not right, it's, we all like to put it in something, don't we, gentlemen? <laughs> right? Isn't that what we all love to do, every single guy? So think about that. Every guy you're looking at wants to stick it in something. All right, and we all have the same thing. We're like, when you wake up in the morning, you're going, oh, my God, where did I put it? Where was it? What did I stick it in? Is that guacamole? <laughs> what is that? Oh, my God. What did I bring home? Is it a disease? Do I have to go? And now we know we have to get tested, right? But the other thing that brings us together is, like, the COVID sex things. Now we all have to use glory holes. <laughs> now we all have to take it from behind. Right? Have you seen? No, seriously. In New York, right? The COVID is the great equalizer. Right? We now ha we all have to sex behind doors, behind plexiglass. If we survive AIDS, we're used to that. Right? But now we're like, yeah. Um, what else do I have here? Da da da. Oh my goodness. Oh yes. Um. So yeah, I think that's all I have right now. Okay. Thank you. No honks. Brady with a hot three, yes! Brady is, is one of the COVID prodigies. He came here because he was like, I don't know what to do with my life, and we were doing outdoor shows, and he's like, I could do this. I think I was built for this. And I was like, yes, you are! And now he just did a hot three. So clap it up again for Brady, yay! I have pictures from you last week, or the week before, and they're super cute, but we're not friends on Facebook or whatever, which is weird. Oh, we have to fix that. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other thing we have to fix is I'm going to put some lights up for uh, the show show. There's uh, a bucket here if you want to donate. That's super awesome. And we're going to start the show show in a few minutes. Uh, this was an open mic, and that's so great. And thank you all for coming, because I usually book the show show based on who comes to the open mic and all that stuff. But we have more open mics at Mutiny Radio. We have Mondays, like I said, Joke Workshop. Please come out for that. Tomorrow we have a special show at 6 o'clock. It's a silly little birthday show for me. Yay. Um, but we're going to hang out for a couple minutes, stick around, and we're going to be back with more comedy here on Mutiny Radio. Yay.
front lights and we've got top light. You know, maybe like if you focus it a little bit more this direction. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so lights are good. Smoking in the easy chair On a fancy car without a
Respect yourself. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. Respect We're adding comedy here in a little bit, guys. You want to drop off your laundry and come back. Do comedy here.
Hey, someone just stole my phone, so if anybody can call my phone, 760-716-3865, and please ask them to bring my phone back because I really need that phone. Whoever just stole my phone, please bring it back. 760-716-3865. just became a fundraiser. Wow, that sucks. That sucks so much. That's like so much suck. Like, I'm sorry, you guys. I just, the phone is my, (sighs) hey, my phone was just stolen. Everybody call it seven, six, it's a Samsung that someone gave me, and it's it's a dumb phone. It doesn't actually connect to anything, and there's nothing on it. It's such a loss for whoever took it because it doesn't even have a plan. I'm on a Go phone with AT&T, and <sighs> yeah, they turned it off right away. They stole my phone. I am so dumb. I am so, so dumb. Okay. I can't even tell jokes. I'm sorry. I'm just like super bu- it's it's fine. It's karma. Like all these great things just happened to me. Like, yay, we got a permit so we can be out here f- legally with these chairs. Yay, that's really great. Yay. It's my birthday tomorrow. Yay, someone just stole my phone for my birthday. Thank you. That's really cool. I turned 46. There's nothing on the phone. I'm a socialist. I'm on food stamps. I've been keeping this place alive and no one knows how. I know, I work really hard and you just stole my phone, bro. Why did you do that? It sucks. Okay. I'm sorry, I can't be happy. Someone just stole my phone just to just now. I can't time you guys. I'm going to do my best timing you. Uh, <laughs> but I have to guess on time now. It doesn't matter. I don't need a phone. No one ever calls me anyways. Th- I mean, my phone was stolen not too long ago anyway, and I just didn't put any numbers in. I was just waiting for people to call me, and guess what I realized? I only have 10 friends. Ha <laughs> None of them are my mom. <laughs> Actually, that's perfect, because they just stole a bunch of pictures that it's fine. There's nothing on that phone of any value. They're never going to figure out my password. It's such a loss for them. Whatever. It is. It was just mean. It was just mean. It's just stupid of me to just leave. Okay. Your first comedian of the night's going to make you laugh. Hopefully it makes me laugh because I'm going to be a bad mood until someone makes me laugh because someone just stole my phone and I'm not allowed to swear outside. Put your hands together for your first comedian, Steven Steiner. Yeah. Well, this isn't a better way to start a show, isn't it? Um, I'm going to turn on my own timer just to keep it. Pam, we're doing 8 to 10, right? I don't have a phone. I can't time anyone. I the minute I stop laughing is the minute I take you off stage. All right. Cool. I have no timer. I don't know what I can start on. one. How much time do you want me to go? 8 to 10? 
Alright, I got a timer. Okay, uh, so trying to fix the world's problems and get people to laugh, I think the solution is to just make everybody skip. Yeah, have you ever tried to be mad while skipping down the street? Hey, maybe you should try that. Just start skipping and see if you can not be mad. Um, all right, well, that joke didn't work. That was the first joke I ever wrote when I was like 15 and thought it was really funny. I just wanted to see if it would work in front of a live stage, and I know not to do that one again. So thank you for that uh, confirmation. Uh, going into it, though, I started going to therapy recently. Anybody else? Yeah, did your magic eight ball stop working, too? Yeah. I started going to therapy to get answers, and I just got way more questions. Why are you here? What brings you in? Why do you think you're here? What do you think that started? It's like, I don't know. That's why I'm here, not to be interrogated, but to try to get some answers. Uh, this is my rant, apparently, and you guys are listening to it. Um, but it turns out I'm suffering from YBS. Gross. I don't know what you're thinking. That's younger brother syndrome. Yeah. Turns out I'm a victim of my sister's role plays. Again, you're gross. I don't know what you're thinking, but the antics that were fun when we were kids don't work the same way now that we're 30. Steven, let's have a tea party. Uh, these are shot glasses, not teacups anymore. Pam, are you doing okay? Yeah, all right, I'll check in occasionally. We're doing okay on time. Uh, yeah, we're good. All right, um, continuing to go with that trend, baking with my sister at 30 years old doesn't involve an easy bake oven anymore. Yeah, now baking with an older sister is when she disappears for a while and I'm left in the kitchen making cookies alone. I think there's a munchies joke in there somewhere. Is everybody just down because of Pam's phone? This is like, <laughs> I mean, I feel it. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. All right. Uh, I'm excited that I'm finally outside seeing people again. Yeah, it's nice to see that people still have legs. Yeah, we can clap for that, that's cool. Yeah, six months worth of doing stand-up comedy at a Zoom box, I felt like I was just in a zoo. What's he gonna do next? Yeah, now it's like a, a petting zoo because we can actually somewhat be in contact, but not. It's cool, I'll keep my distance. Some of you laughed, that was good. I'll take it, I'll take it, that's cool. Um, other good news, I moved in with a woman recently. Yeah, my mom. Uh, yeah, moving and vacuums have a lot in common. They both suck. Yeah, Pam laughed. Yes, I think that's, I'm gonna keep trying, I'm gonna keep trying. That was a giggle, it was good. We can get a belly laugh maybe. Uh, Cause I found out that moving has kind of an upward roller coaster in it to where like, you feel really good about yourself when you when you start packing like 20 boxes, and then you turn around and it looks like you did nothing at all, right? It's just like, well, I don't know. And then you keep packing, you keep packing, you're like, yes, we're gonna move, and all of your stuff gets to your new place, and then you have to unpack? <laughs> Screw that. I have a really nice couch now, just made of filled boxes. Ikea's got nothing on that furniture, yeah. I have a TV stand in a stand box. Yeah. I don't know where the TV is, but it's in one of those boxes. That's what moving's like. Moving, and it's one of those things to where it's like, I could either try to find it, but I felt like I was a magician, hiding stuff from myself. 
Um, so I just go buy it anyway. I don't know. It's it's a it's a scavenger hunt game that I've made for myself apparently. Uh, but now I have so many cardboard boxes that I just feel like I'm at a sporting event surrounded by cardboard cutouts. A few of you are liking this. All right, try to be looked at by a bunch of weird strangers in your room that are two-dimensional. At least doing a Zoom show, they respond. Uh, but professional sports teams are pumping their own sound noise. That's how I get laughs at all my jokes. <laughs> I got a laugh track that just gives me something to practice against. It's cool. Um, but I've noticed that my sporting career has a lot in common with my dating life. Yeah, getting on base is a struggle. Somebody got that one. Uh, I can hit a home run, but that costs $400 in the tenderloin, and I don't got money for that. Ouch. How are we doing, Pam? <laughs> that was a smile. We're trying. We're trying. Uh, by the way, if you don't have cash, you can Venmo uh, Mutiny Radio also to contribute to Pam's phone and keeping the lights on fund. That, that was not supposed to be a joke, but I'm glad it made you laugh. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so you can do that. So, yeah, I'll just keep plugging and checking in to make sure we're doing okay. Um, I'm at, like, five and a half minutes, so this is what torturing feels like when only three people are laughing at your jokes. But I'm going to keep going because I was told eight minutes. Uh, this is That's what Pam laughs at again. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm just going to keep making shit up as I go. Uh, Pam says that this is a clean comedy show. So I showered. <laughs> yeah. I got clats on that one. Hygiene gets the clats. All right, let's keep making jokes about being clean. Uh, a dirty joke, though. This is one that my grandpa used to tell me. Yeah, a guy fell in the mud. Clean joke version is that he also showered. Yeah, you're welcome. This is, this is making it up as we go, folks. Uh, do you guys want some dad jokes? That got Pam to laugh last week. Pam likes the dad jokes. You want some dad jokes? Yeah. yeah, dad jokes. Commas. They give me pause. I'm just trying to be punctual. Just trying to be punctual, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I solved a puzzle last week. Not to brag, but it said three to four years on the box. Hello. I got to chuckle. I got to chuckle. Um, I, I should stop with the dad jokes, though, because... Uh, I don't have kids yet, and that's just a faux pas. Uh, yeah, it's getting cornier. It's cool. It's fun. Um, all right. I think I'm going to end it with that. We got some laughs out of Pam. Please, please, please help us out. I know, Pam, you're getting some of your the, the money finally to help keep the lights on with this place. Mutiny Radio on Venmo if you don't have cash. And uh, enjoy your night. Thank you so much for coming out. Steven Steiner, everyone. He's the dad I always wanted. <laughs> With the, no, it's cool. Like he, I think you've given me money. That's really supportive. Thank you. <laughs> my, da my dad is actually super Republican, like super Republican, and he sends me these terrible Republican memes all the time. And I don't know if he's doing it because he has an awesome sense of humor or because he really hates me. Um, <laughs> When he raised me, he used to call me his little commie pinko liberal. And I was like, look what you did. <laughs> Do you see words have power, dad? Anyway, my phone was stolen. <sighs> so if I don't call you back or you text me, 
honestly, if someone, I think this is, I've never wanted a phone anyway. Here's the thing, I accidentally left my phone here for 24 hours and no one texted me, so it doesn't matter. I can talk to people on Messenger. I didn't need the phone. I never wanted a smartphone anyway, and someone gave me the smartphone. I had a dumb phone. I had a dumb phone and someone stole my dumb phone. Who would do that, right? And that happened before. Someone stole my dumb phone, but you know what? I got it back for $20 and a little bit of weed. We met at a Pete's Coffee downtown because he was like, I don't want your dumb phone. And I was like, I know, nobody wants it. It's an AT&T Go phone you dumb Fs like it's nothing you stole nothing except it was everything to me <laughs> isn't that funny that's like the fourth time that's happened when they steal my bag and I'm like ah, there wasn't that there was two dollars and fifty cents in there and my fourth draft of my master's thesis <laughs> that little thumb drive that you threw in the garbage the, la the last bag that was stolen for me actually the worst thing out of the bag that was stolen a rocks from Greece B, two of my best Magic the Gathering decks. Ah! Ah! They stole, they stole my poet deck. It was so good, it was all 1-1 one, one penners. And they all just flew in and I, and then I had all these life-giving things and I'm at 52 and you're at four and you're like, what's happening in this? I'm like, it's just a poetry reading. We're all just having a fun time. No one plays Magic the Gathering, just me. I'm just lamenting the things that people steal from me that have no value to them that they throw in a garbage can. They have all the value to me. I love uh, my rocks from Greece. Gone. Lamenting my son. Your next comedian, he plays songs and he's going to make us happy. He's a really lovely human being. I'm going to let you get set up as I preface you with this. He has some song parodies he does. I used to do karaoke and I used to sing a little song called Isn't It Ironic by Alanis Morissette but I did it in a comedic way because I did it in the style of James Hetfield. Isn't it ironic? Uh, don't you think? Huh? A little too ironic. Uh, I really do think. It's like Rayon on your wedding day. Huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> I do the whole song though. It's really funny. I really miss karaoke. He's got a buzz going. Already, and that's what's gonna make him so good. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn! Yay! Woo woo! What's up, San Francisco? How are y'all doing tonight, guys? Hey, give yourself another round of applause just for being here, okay? Yeah! Give yourself a round of applause, all of us! Nobody saw who stole Pam's phone. We are all terrible people. We are all going to hell now, okay. So Pam just did her James Hetfield impression. Uh, I have a Metallica-oriented impression I'd like to do for you. I'll show you my beautiful prize-winning face when I do. Uh, so this is what it would sound like if David Bowie were to sing Metallica, okay? David Bowie singing Metallica, here goes. So close, no matter how far. Could it be much more from the heart? Forever trust in what we are? Oh, yeah! And nothing else matters to a bitch. <laughs> David Bowie playing Metallica, everybody, right? But what if Metallica were to play David Bowie? That would sound like this. Ch -ch -ch changes turn and face the strain. Uh, 
don't wanna be a better man. Time may change me, but I can't change time. Ch -ch -ch changes. One time, James Hetfield, he came into the gas station I worked at, and he was like, give me fuel, give me five, because I'm parked on number nine, dude. <laughs> True story. Wouldn't make something like that up. My name is Josh Kahn. I'm very into social justice. You guys want to try something here. What do we want? No, 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 no. All you were wrong. The answer we were looking for is mushrooms. Okay, that's what we want. All right. What do we want? Mushrooms. When do we want them? Now. Time is an illusion. Okay, that was the correct answer. You guys need to get your uh, your act together here. I obviously I took the mushrooms earlier. Uh, that's my fault. I am sorry about that. I was driving the Bay Bridge to come over here, you guys. Don't you hate it when a guitar player tunes his instrument in front of you on stage? It's like, couldn't you have done that at home? It's kind of like when you see a policeman beating a woman in the middle of the street. You're like, couldn't you have done that at home? <laughs> what? I was driving the Bay Bridge to get over here, and uh, I saw something kind of disturbing. I saw a guy sitting on the edge of the Bay Bridge. He had pulled over his car. And there was like people trying to get out of their cars and be supportive of this guy who was sitting with his feet over the edge of the Bay Bridge hanging out over the ocean. I wanted to be supportive as well. So I just rolled down my window and I was like, let's go Oakland! <laughs> just because like, thank you for jumping off of the Bay Bridge and not the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge is so, at this point it's so mainstream, like don't jump off of that. We want a documentary about our bridge, you know? You jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, it's like, you're not suicidal. You want, you want a nap in a hammock. That's what you want. They made the Richmond Bridge a footbridge, but they're not worried about anybody jumping off of the Richmond Bridge because Richmond is like the Oakland of Oakland. These suicide jokes are like not going over well with you guys. What's the deal? Do we all not want to kill ourselves? Come on. Comedian, every, all comedians want to kill themselves because since quarantine started, all comedians are closer to hanging themselves than they are to being Robin Williams. Am I right? He want you to laugh, guys. Loosen up. These are jokes. Robin would want you to laugh. I'm at the end of my rope with these suicide jokes. Stop doing them. Ho ho. <laughs> You're not gonna catch me hanging around Mutiny Radio. Ho ho. He would want you to laugh. No, I love you guys. You guys are great for being here. I really appreciate you. My mom. Okay, so let's play. Let's play racial bingo here. Get your racial bingo cards out. What the hell kind of interracial train wreck had to happen 30-some-odd years ago for this to be standing in front of you? I know, I know you're wondering, like, what, what are you, man? You're like a Mexitalia. What, uh, what are you, man? I am, uh, you're all wrong. I'm Korean, and I'm Jewish. Boom! Mind blown. Totally blew your mind. My mom is this, like, five-foot-tall Korean immigrant woman. I told her I was going to be doing comedy, and she was like, oh, no, Josh, why you do comedy? You're not funny. <laughs> and you're so ugly. Comedian have to be on TV. I think you mean you want podcasts. Everyone has podcasts. Your father has podcasts. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. For I forgive her. Sometimes she would beat me and my brother, but I think that's just because we were citizens and she was jealous. Does anybody know that song? Have you heard this song on the radio? It goes, um, I'm living my best life. Ain't got time to earth with you. Mm -mm. You know that song I'm talking about? I hate that song. Because you know who else was living his best life and didn't have time for us? My dad! <laughs> don't defend the guy. You don't know. You don't know. My, so my dad's family is Jewish. 
and I always get treated like a second-class Jew, you know, because I'm half Asian, like I'm a, like I'm a GED Jew. I'm a Jew, Jew 2.0, Jew.0, I don't know. But anyway, my Jewish grandma was always super racist to me. Like when I was little, she would tell me like, uh, if you misbehave, we're going to sew your foreskin back on. <laughs> That's a messed up thing to say to a seven-year-old at Hanukkah dinner. So I get her back now as an adult when I go over there for Hanukkah dinner. She puts out all the Jewish foods, right? She puts out like uh, gefilte fish and potato latkes, all the traditional Jewish bread. She puts out um, uh, challah bread. You guys know what challah bread is? That braided bread you see in the window of the Jewish bakery? Anyway, she puts out all the food. Everyone's eating around the Hanukkah table. Everyone's got a mouthful. Everyone's quiet. I'm the one to break the silence. Mm. Grandma, this meal is first rate. How much did the challah cost? Please enjoy this bacon-scented candle. <laughs> and I got you up three pounds of uncooked shrimp. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So I've been with my girlfriend a long time. I've been with my girlfriend so long. How long? We, instead of meeting on, we didn't meet on Tinder. We met on Craigslist. Our encounters are still super casual. Instead of uh, Netflix and chill, we eat checks mix and pay bills. Super sexy, though. My girlfriend is so white. She got her 23 and Me results back. It was just a blank sheet of white paper. I'm sorry. I made the, the financially responsible choice of dating a white girl. What can I say? Anyway, you guys want to hear some songs? I'll play some songs for you. All right, guys. This year, when you go to see baseball, whenever they let us back in to see baseball, these are the lyrics you're going to sing when it comes for the seventh inning stretch and everyone sings, take me out to the ball game. Here's what I want to hear you guys sing. Take me out to the protest. Push me onto the ground. Buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This Nazi state is a shame for it's one Two, thank you. Three terms for Trump to play aft of games. Will somebody stop that guy? That's my Uber Eats right there. <laughs> stop that guy. He really, he was very patriotic. Anyway, that's what I want you to sing when you go to, uh, to the baseball game. I'll play you one or two more songs, then I'll get out of your hair. Oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? What is it going to be? Couldn't you have done that at home? So I saw this commercial the other day. Tell me if you guys have seen this commercial. It starts off, it's like, it's showing you like really nice, it looks like it's either real estate or it's selling you furniture maybe, all these really nice homes. But the song that's under it is like an ACDC song. It's like. If you're sick of all your roommates and your girlfriends on your case, and you wanna get some time away, but you don't wanna find a new place. Pick up your phone, say leave me alone. I got an app for that. Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go. I found a two room flat. I Airbnb, I catch a flight. 
B and B, and I spend the night. A B and B, and I drop a load. B and B, in the top of the commode. So if you see that song in a commercial, I did not get paid for it. I'm very upset about that. I heard the Proud Boys got their name from a, an Ala from a song in Aladdin. Did you hear this? I looked it up. The Proud Boys, I'm not sure if it's like the stage player or if it's the movie, but they got their name from a song in Aladdin. I said, that makes sense, you know? Disney songs are kind of like inherently racist, like a whole new world with no Jews, you know? <laughs> like all Disney songs are a little bit racist, you know, like, well, I just can't wait to be king of an Aryan nation. You know, all Disney songs. Did anybody else, when they were little, like, did you see the D in Walt Disney and think it looked like a G? Was I the only one that grew up watching Walt Disney movies? <laughs> Wah. Okay, so obviously I do song parodies. You've heard that. I'm going to play one more for you and get out of your hair. But So this is a song. I have a son. I have a uh, son who's now 18, if you can believe that. Just uh, absorb the horror of that for a second, that I'm responsible for another human life. Just, first of all, just think of that. And it's a real, it's a real thing. When he was growing up, people would ask me, like, Josh, are you going to, like, are you going to let your kid smoke marijuana? You're a pretty avid marijuana smoker yourself. Are you going to let your kid smoke marijuana? I tell them the same thing I tell everybody. Like, I got to let my kid smoke marijuana. He's my dealer. <laughs> I'm not going to pay full price for dabs. You know what the clubs are charging? That's one of the pros of procreation. Discounts. <laughs> anyway, so me and my son, we decided we're going to open up a father-son business. We're going to open a vape store, right? A lot of money in vapes. But here's the catch. We're going to open a vape store, but it's only going to sell to children. We're going to call the vape store Statutory Vape. <laughs> All of our customers want to shop there. I don't know why we're making a uh, federal case out of this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but I was really glad to have a boy. Like, I just, like, no, no, nothing down on you if you have a girl, but I was really glad to have a boy because it's simple. Like, when the sex talk time comes, I'm just like, wear a condom or I'll kill you. It's easy. I couldn't imagine the conversation that you would have to have with your daughter. Uh, that's a place of vulnerability that I, as a person, am not able to get to. So I decided to write this song. It's about a gentleman who has a daughter and is scared about what happens when she gets to be in high school. On the day you were born, I knew we were screwed. I never wanted a girl, baby, cause I knew when you reached high school. Boys would call you up, try to finger a few in my home. And I'd have to tell you, honey, that I got Brad on the phone. Brad on the phone. Brad. Brad. I got Brad on the phone. I cut a thousand farts before I made you. I flushed a thousand more babies down the toilet on dirty tissues. Maybe one day you'll have a baby, and on that day you'll change your tone. And I'll get to tell you so, honey, when you have a, a lad of your own. Lad of your own. Lad. Lad, you have a lad of your own. But you and Brad, you grew up. 